Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. If you didn't hear the teaching I did last week at the Infinity Center, which is our church online, in fact, I, I, I know that you're in the spirit, but there's people you know that need to hear this word. Just text them right now and say, you've got to come into the presence of God to get this word. Because there's change taking place. Even now, I'm so hesitant to start preaching because I can feel the spirit of change. Change is taking place. But we are in the middle of what the Lord told me would be a faith revolution. But you would need to hear what I taught last week to understand that this week I am picking up where we left off. It's a very powerful foundation we laid last week. You need to listen to it again in fact, I know people who've said, Apostle Rennie, we had to listen to that message again and again and again. And, I, and I'm going to capsulate, not capsulate, um, capsulize everything with this thought by saying this. If you really understand the mind of God and you understand the word of God and that the word of God comes from the mind of God and from the word of God comes the faith of God. It is safe for me to just make this bullet point before I go into this. Last week, we got into some deep issues. And this is what everybody was talking about, and we're going to pick up on here, is this truth. The reason why there is a struggle with faith in the church, and our struggles are going to become more evident in the days ahead if the church does not come into this revelation and this understanding. You cannot separate faith from conscience. Hear it again. You cannot separate faith from conscience. You'd have to go back to what I taught last week to understand the weight of what you just heard. All right. Now, we're, so we're dealing this, in this session now with your conscience. 
is there a cure for your conscience? Can you, can your conscience be, can you be changed in your conscience? Well, your conscience can be educated. That's why a person is only, that's why a person is only responsible for what they know. You're not responsible for what you do not know. So for what you do not know, you don't have a conscience. You have a conscience with what you know. So as you grow in the word of God, your conscience grows. And remember, this is part of the mechanism of how faith works and how we are to live by faith. Now, this is so powerful. I want you to go with me quickly to St. John chapter 12. Sorry, St. John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. And this is from the Amplified Bible. Listen to what it says. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right, the authority, the privilege to become the children of God. Listen to this now. That is to those who believe in Adhere, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. And hear now the, the characteristics of this birth. Who, who were born not of blood. Natural conception. Nor of the will of of the flesh, which is the physical impulse, nor of the will of man, that of a natural father, but of God. That is a divine and supernatural birth. They are born of God, <laughs> spiritually transformed, renewed, sanctified. That is so powerful, I have to read it to you one more time for where we are heading, because this is powerful. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right the authority, the privilege to become the children of God. That is to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. Hear this now. Who were born not of blood, natural conception, nor of the will of the flesh, physical impulse, nor of the will of man, that of a natural father, but of God. Here now, but of God. That is a divine 
a divine and supernatural birth. They are born of God spiritually transformed, renewed, and sanctified. Now let's take this word and break it down. The word sanctified means set apart. So from the word sanctified, it's really part of the word holy. The word holy means to be cut and separated. The first revelation of God to man is his holiness. Because the concept is you are not to bring your past life into your new life. Prior to you being born again, every person walks and lives under the curse of Adam. That is Adam's legacy to us, the curse. And so to be born again, it's supernatural. It's a biological miracle. It's a spiritual miracle. It's an economic miracle. It's an emotional miracle. Everything connected to the physical universe and the spirit realm that you live out of is tied to the born-again experience. But the problem that we have in the church is so many of us, if the truth be told, we all struggle in areas, so much of the past life bleeds into our birth. And it is possible to be in the church, saved, sanctified, tongue-talking, and still have issues that are 20 years old, that's 30 years old, and they are unresolved. Now, the question is this, and I want you to listen to me. When you're born again, are you born again in bits and pieces? Now, I've been at all free births of my children. And listen to this. When they were born, <laughs> it was not a separate birth for the arms to come out, for the legs to come out, for the head to be connected. Everything came out as one. Now, here it goes. Everything came out as one. In other words, you cannot be born again as a handicapped or a disabled person. To be dis it is him, this is powerful. You cannot be saved and be disabled. As you are nakabosakabosai, as you are born in the natural with all of your senses, with your hearing, with your seeing, with your ability to smell, with your ability to taste, and as you're born with all of those five senses, when the moment you were born in the natural, 
when you were born again, all of your senses that qualify you to be born again were born the same time. So you cannot live the past through the new life. Now, listen to this now, because this is powerful. We're getting to the conscience part, and it's going to surprise you. The revelation of being born again, I want you to keep this in your spirit, because this has a lot to do with, this, with the conscience and our faith. Listen to this right now. I want you to go with me to Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9, and we're going to read verse 14, and it's going to be from the King James. Listen to this now. This is so powerful. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself, without spot to God through conscience, sorry, through, pur through purging your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. I've got to say that again. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, purge, your conscience, my God of mercy. So in other words, the purging, the purging of your conscience is part of the born again experience. So in other words, when you became saved, the templates of your heart were changed. It means you have no reference for where you've been you're now, hear me now, you're now, you're in the now, a completely different person because Adam's legacy is not in your spirit anymore. It's not in your conscience anymore. Listen to this. This is powerful. Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. So in other words... Our conscience, no man can serve God unless his conscience is purged. Now, listen to me this. Listen to this now. Until your conscience is purged, listen to this, the templates of your sin remain. Oh, my God. I'm going to say it to you again. I'm, this, is, this is not light. This is strong stuff. Till your conscience is cleansed, the templates of your sin remain. Now, that might make sense why it's very easy to go back to your past. You say, why? Because you were never completely purged. Your conscience was not purged. Now, this to me is very powerful 
So we understand that the blood of Christ is the only thing that can purge your conscience. So just as how we say we are saved through accepting that Jesus paid the price. But in paying the price with that blood, that same blood purged your conscience. So now your conscience, oh God. So now your conscience is purged. Listen to this now. You're a completely different person. And there comes a point in this experience where you have no reference from your past life to your present life. You say, why? Because the difference between you now and you in the past, you were in the first Adam before. Now you're in the second Adam. It's now a DNA change. Now your conscience is changed. Now you can serve God. Hear me clearly. The revelation of being born again and faith to your conscience is powerful. Live this now. Only divine surgery can recreate, can repair your conscience. Because the, your conscience is the core of your spirit man. So that's why when the Bible talks about your, your, your conscience being seared with a hot iron, it's, in other words, Satan has an avenue back into your life. Listen to this now. So when we talk now about being born again now and only the blood of Jesus can purge your conscience, no amount of counseling, no amount of counseling can purge your conscience. No amount of confession. That's why people confession are not changed. You say why? Because till the blood is applied, the conscience isn't purged. Oh my God of mercy. So hear this now. Listen to this now. Now why does our conscience need to be purged? Well, one, we're a new person. We have a new identity. That's true. But listen to this. The, re, the regeneration, here's what I'm saying. The regeneration, the regeneration of faith. Causes the renewal of your senses. Because, listen to this, let this go deep in your, don't worry about what you don't understand. You'll get it after you've just teaching because this is, this is going to come in your spirit, man. Because, hear me, because no man, I want you to hear me clearly. No man, it's going to go against what you see in church. I can't help it. But listen to this. Because no man possesses faith in a fallen 
state. Oh, my God. I'm going to say it to you again. No man possesses faith and can live by faith without a conscience. The Bible says, every good and perfect gift cometh where? From above. Faith, faith is holy. It is the substance of heaven put in the spirit of a new breed in the earth. And here, this again, this has got to become a raiment to you. Because a lot, oh, I better, I better be careful. Because so many of you are believing things that are against your conscience. You say, why? Because when you're not right with God and you're not right with people, there's certain things you are not entitled to ask for. Because your conscience, your conscience is your moral compass. You can't live by faith, as we call it, living by faith, without understanding the parameters of God. And so when your conscience is feared, it means you're injured. You can't think straight. Everything is underhanded. Everything is different. And at that point, when you see nothing wrong with what you do, you have no conscience. That's where demonizing begins. Well, this is too strong. I'm going to say it anyway. Half the church is demonized. You say, why? Because we act without a conscience. And when you act without a conscience and you're believing for something without a conscience, that is deception. That is not faith. And so many people are in deception and they call their deception their faith. So here now what he goes on to say now, and there's only one cure, and there's only one cure for your conscience. It's not your confession. That's why you can confess and nothing shifts. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ to purge your conscience. Only the blood can do it. So in other words, the the purging of your conscience is not by natural means. It's by supernatural means. And hear this now. This is where now faith is an issue now. Because in the mind of God, in the mind of God, in the mind of God, you cannot possess faith without a conscience. You cannot possess faith in a fallen state. When you're trying to do things by faith and you're in a fallen state, guess what? That's ambition 
and that is self-willed and it's mechanicalized, but it's not supernatural. It's contrived. I wonder how many things have we contrived and we've said it's by faith. Mm. Hear this now. Because, listen to this, the purpose being because you cannot have faith. This is too good. Because you cannot have faith in a natural state of mind. Faith is supernatural. Therefore, you cannot be in a natural state of mind. So I'm going to say to you again, you can't live by faith in a fallen state. So now, part of you now being born again now, you're talking now regeneration. To regenerate something, the reason why something has to be regenerated is because it's either dead or non-active. That's the, that's the only two reasons for a regeneration. Something is dead and it's non-active. Now hear this now. <laughs> everything, everything with God begins in and with holiness. Hebrews 12, 14. Follow Peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. And you know how where holiness is measured? In your conscience. You know where your faith, you know where you live out of? faith, and your conscience. Hmm. Listen to this. <clears throat> lift your hands up right where you are. I'm not done. I want you to lift your hands up. The Lord told me this today, that with this teaching, he's going to do divine surgery. Lift your hands up. You say what's taking place right now is the cleansing of your faith. Not the cleansing, sorry, the cleansing of your conscious conscience to produce the pure, unadulterated faith of God. Just let the Lord do it. Just let the Lord do it. Just let the Lord do it. Do you know that when a, when a person's conscience is cleansed, do you know what you're going to find? Let me tell you one of, one of the things you're going to find. You don't have a hidden agenda. You're transparent. That's why, too, your conscience is purged. 
you can't be transparent. Because it's human nature to hide and to mask. And so that's why today we are seeing an apostasy from faith. Because an apostasy from faith. And I want to I redefine this word to you again. I said it last week, but I know a lot of you are watching this for the first time. I want you to hear what the word apostasy means. We're seeing a defect now, a defection now in the church. This is what the word apostasy means. It's a defection. It means to desert country or kingdom in favor of the opposite one. And what happens is people go to the other side. In government, they do that. Somebody will defect and they'll go to another country. And you know what? They, oh, I better be careful. They'll go to another country or they will hear this now. I'm going to be careful how I say this. Or they will ha have information with the intent to sell information to another country about the country they're from. That's a desertion. That's a defection. That is apostasy. And it also means, it also means the renouncing and disassociating from the truth and forsaking it. That's why today when you tell the truth to somebody who has no conscience, guess what? It doesn't mean anything. It can't mean anything. You say, what? They no longer have a conscience. When you no longer have a conscience, guess what? You're spiritually, you're, oh my goodness, you are, when, I just heard the Holy Ghost tell me this. When you no longer have a conscience, listen to this, you are dead to righteousness, but you are alive to unrighteousness because you have no moral compass. And you, your desire just everything you do, not the principle or the integrity of the issue. Listen to this now. This, this is powerful. So, and then, and this is what we're seeing in the corporate church world now. This is what we're seeing right now. That's why we're seeing, and I'm being careful, I'm saying, if you notice today, there's a disassociating in the church realm from holiness and righteousness. Holiness and righteousness. Watch it now. Holiness and righteousness. Holiness and righteousness. Righteousness and holiness. And guess what the gravitation is too? One word, grace. And, it, and the grace they've taught is perverted. Because the grace that's been taught today, guess what? Has no standards. Because you don't have to change. God accepts you as you are without you realizing God accepts you as you are because he has the power to change you. It's amazing where the church is right now. So, so, so here's now, apostasy always begins in the church with a departure from holiness and truth. And and an alternative to righteousness for the church 
to blend into modern society. For it to be relevant and acceptable in today's world by compromising and lowering its standards for generational acceptance. For example, in the modern world, science, facts, and laws is replacing faith. Now, listen to this. <laughs> listen to this now. This is powerful. It is the nature of Satan to imitate. You say, why? Because he doesn't originate anything. Now, Listen to this scripture. You know, I think I'll do this for the next several weeks in between Prophet Maria. There's a, there's a lot here. I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you enough to make you, to, for God to do what he's going to do in your life. I'm going to say it to you again. It is the nature of Satan to imitate. I, I, I'm going to stay right there. It is the nature of Satan to imitate. You say, Why? He is not an originator, and he's not an author. That's why it is the nature, it is the nature of Satan to counterfeit, because he doesn't have the design. That's why he's always wanting to know. It's the way he's always operated. Listen to this. Let's just show you how powerful it is again. And keep in your mind now, we've touched on faith and conscience and the power of being born again. Now let me pull this in. Galatians 3, verse 23 to 25, from the King James Version of the Bible. It says, listen to this now. It says, but before faith came, listen to this now. But before faith came, hear it again, but before faith came, we were kept under the law. Listen to this now. Shut up unto faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Now hear this now. Where the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith, but after having that, faith is come. We are no longer under a schoolmaster. Now, this is the nature of faith now, where faith now begins. It couldn't come under the law. There's so much more I want to get into the following week, I promise you. But listen to this. Keep that scripture in your mind. Now listen to this now. This is how the mind of God is to you. Faith was given. 
faith was given in exchange for the law. Now, the Bible says, through the law, <clears throat> the knowledge of sin came. Now, let me just give you something just to make you think. It's gonna get, I'm going to give you a revelation here right now I didn't intend to give you. Go back with me in your mind to the Garden of Eden. What was the name of the tree that, that, that man ate from, that he was forbidden not to eat from? What was the name of that tree called? It was called what? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, it is true to say down through the years, there's many revelations regarding that tree that man ate from. There's a lot of revelation in it. But listen to this, because this is going to make you think. It was a type of a tithe because it was left unto God. It was separated unto God. What is separated unto God, man cannot touch. That's why if you touch the tithe, you inherit a curse. It doesn't belong to you. It's God's for his own purpose. And you don't have to know the purpose why God keeps it to himself, but it's to God. But then what if I give you another insight about that same tree? Let me tell you something about that tree that man ate from in the garden. And notice, it was the tree of the knowledge. Now, listen, revelation right now coming to me again. If that tree was called the knowledge of good and evil, then prior to that, what did Adam had? What Adam had before, listen to this, was the knowledge of good He didn't have the knowledge of evil. Now, what is your conscience? Remember what I said to you next? So, this, so you get something really powerful here. What is the meaning of your conscience? It's an awareness of moral standards in the mind concerning their own motives and actions. In other words, it's your moral compass for good and evil. That tree prophetically was a reflection of conscience. Mm. Now hear it now. I close with this. And I want you to listen to it good now. And it was, that's why the Bible says, through the law, the knowledge of sin came. So hear this now. So faith was given in exchange for the law. Therefore, faith became the law's replacement. As you were to Yakabosai, as you were to live under the law, you are to live by faith. Faith being superior to the law. But you can't live by faith if you have Adam's legacy of the conscience of your sin through the curse. I want you, as we play the music, I want you to lift your hands right now. I want you to lift your hands unto the Lord. His presence is here. His presence is here. God has done.
and he's doing something supernatural in your conscience to bring you into pure faith. Because when faith is pure, whatever it asks, God cannot deny it. I want you to lift your hands before the Lord right now. Something has happened and something is happening in your life right now. Father, I ask you right now, by the power of your Holy Spirit right now, to do what only the blood of Jesus Christ can do, is to purge the conscience so that faith can be pure. When faith is pure, the impossible becomes possible. The invisible becomes visible. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I oh I thank you, O Bosana Makasai. Oh Korobosekanamun Sikiki Bokosai. Oh Halabokoshana Makasai. Thank you, Father. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. I want you to just give him glory where you are. Give him glory right where you are. Something has happened to your faith. Something has happened to your faith because something has happened to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. This is a faith revolution. God has to go deep down in our spirit, man, to do a supernatural work. The cleansing of the conscience. Hear me now. The cleansing of your conscience brings you back to one word, innocence. Like what Jesus said, child-like faith. And I've never seen where Jesus ever denied child-like faith. This is what we have been through as believers. Many of us have had our faith raped and abused. Our faith has become tainted. Where, we, where some of you right there, you're listening right now, where you, you don't even know what to believe anymore. There's a return to child-like faith. Mm. 
Thank you, Father. Well, I tell you, this is the second session of the faith revolution. I'm telling you, 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 I know it's touching your life. I know God's doing something. I want you to hit the like button. Hit the like button. Tell everybody you know about these teachings, about the Infinity Center, period, where you could hear the pure, unadulterated Word of God. Now, people, I'm going to say this to you. I'm going to give you a chance to do two things. This is the chance I'm going to give you. To connect to this ministry as never before. And from a pure heart, give. If you know the word about tithing and giving, I don't have to explain it. The word has been released in the area of faith. All the details are up on the screen right now for you to release. This is, our, this is our church online. We received tithes. We received offerings. Did you know in the original priesthood, it was not a building they tithed to because Melchizedek never had one. Abraham tithed to the priesthood. We today are caught up on buildings. Nothing wrong with that. Everything in, in good order. But the original tithe is to the priesthood. Okay, so that means when you bless the priesthood, you give the tithe and the offering, then the word of God, God owes you multiplication. God owes you increase. God owes you favor. Now, under the obedience to the Word of God, I release you now to not get into that ridiculous, unregenerated religious mindset. Release your seed and watch, watch God work in your finances. In Jesus' name. Right now, I want you to go ahead, obey the Lord, give. Father, as your people are giving right now, we know that the blessings are automatic. The minute we obey, you bless. Now, right now, as your people bless, as your people bless your work, I ask you to bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. As you're right now, at right now, as you're giving your seed, seed right now, I just want to just simply tell you right now to, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. You say why? This day, right now, registration is officially open for infinity 2022. All I'm going to tell you is don't miss it. I'm not even going to say anything more. Don't miss it. I'm not going to say anything more. Don't miss it.
It will be two days of destiny. And God is going to release, hear what I'm telling you, God is going to release more than one season in your life. And the Lord says, he's going to release more than one season. He said, and those several seasons, he said, those several avenues are going to become several seasons and they're going to function as one. Get ready for the unusual. And I'm telling you, it's going to be, you need to be there. Your life is never going to be the same again. Yes, there'll be miracles. Yes, there'll be unusual breakthroughs. I tell you that in advance. We're giving you, as you are part of our Infinity Center, we're giving you the chance right now, after you give your offering, after you give your that, I want you right now. Go right now and register. And I'm not exaggerating to you. Uh, seeding is extremely limited. So those who register first, gets the blessing, all right? So I want to release you. Father, right now, I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. Father, carry my voice throughout the continents of the earth and bring a people unto yourself in Jesus' name. I bless you. I stretch my hands towards you and I bless you as a servant of God and as a son of Israel and as the priest of the Most High God, I bless you in Jesus' name. Tell everybody you know, I look forward to seeing you again next week. And don't forget, hit a like button and tell everybody about the Infinity Center because there's a faith revolution taking place. God bless you. Goodbye. Registration is now open for the Infinity Conference, but we have exclusive VIP kosher kitchen experience registration just for you. You will sit down and enjoy the seasoning in all the food that we will be serving and you get to be part of the first one that we will do. So come and be part of this wonderful time of enjoying the Kosher Kitchen VIP experience. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.